0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Angela Fazio. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. Today's guest is Stephanie Mainville. Um, She's built an over $10 million a year business in less than four years, and she's never spent a dollar on marketing. She's going to share how she's been strengthened through struggles and has become an expert by necessity. So let's get started.
1: Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen forty thousand homes sold and nine billion in production. And Kristen Kentrell
2: is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and
1: empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hi. Good morning.
2: Good
1: morning. Good morning.
0: Welcome Stephanie and my beautiful co-host Kristen Cantrell. I'm really excited to talk today. Um, Stephanie, get us started. Tell us a little bit about your um, your life and with, just give us a little background.
1: Okay, so I started in real estate almost four years ago and it was just a crazy time. <laughs> um, my husband and I were restarting. We had just had a baby not that long ago. Um, we had a toddler. And things were just crazy. So I ended up going to real estate school and things just kind of took off from there. Um, A lot of good and a lot of bad.
0: Yeah, getting started in real estate is hard enough all by yourself. But with little kids, it's quite a challenge.
1: Definitely, definitely.
2: Well, and Chase started his pool company right (laughs) when we went into real estate. So you guys were both starting new businesses at the same time with two little kids.
1: Like yeah, Yes. We were both restarting. We ended up moving back in with parents, um, which was interesting in itself. And then we had a nine month old, that I was still breastfeeding while I went to, to real estate school. So I had to plan my classes kind of around that. And I was like, okay, I have this long until I hurry up and get back and I've got to feed him. And then I can go and study um, and who's going to watch them. And my husband was like working all the time too. And his was more time consuming outside of the home. So, um, you know, I got to juggle it at home with the kiddos. So that was always <laughs> kind of my balancing act, which I'm thankful for because at this point in my life, I feel like, uh, you kind of just get used to the juggle a little bit, not saying that you always, uh, you, you, always have them all going at once, but it's definitely been a good learning lesson.
0: One of the things that, um, really touched me about your story is how How much of a struggle it was in the beginning. Um, And you've been really transparent with us. I'm really excited for these ladies who are watching to hear your story. Um, So tell us what you can share about that.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, going back to the very beginning, like I said, we had moved in with family um, to kind of make the ends meet. Really, honestly, we had our first home and um, family members actually talked us into renting it out for the time being, just to kind of see what was going to happen. And so we reluctantly rented it out uh, for a year, which ended up being all right. It worked out for us. Um, The market was going up. So that was good for us, Um, you know, a year later. But during that time, it was really a struggle and we had no income. Um, Any income that we had, my husband was doing a lot of side jobs at the time just to you know, put some food on the table. And sadly, <laughs> it's such an embarrassing moment in my life, but it was good for me. And it really did teach me a lot. But we, we ended up having to go on like food stamps and um, different assistance programs just to, to put food on the table for the kiddos. And um, at one point, it was really a struggle just to, to buy diapers Um, And I remember that being just such a low moment. But at the same time, I was like, I never want to be here again. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to be at this point where I can't um, go out and buy the things that I want to buy for my kids, especially the things that they need. um, That was really my driving force. I feel like I woke up every single day with a fire under my butt just to get going. Um, Even though some mornings it was pretty hard to just get out of bed and face the reality of the day. Um, And sometimes in real estate, you feel like, you don't see the reward right away. It's a lot of putting in a lot of effort, and then in three months you're going to see that reward. And so I had to remind myself every single day that everything that I'm doing today is something that I'm going to be re- rewarded for in three months or four months. Um, and so just sticking to that mantra and pushing myself every day was was um, <laughs> you know that mental battle that you have to push yes. yourself. Yes, for sure. I, I get goosebumps when you tell me that because um,
0: you and I both share that, the extreme struggle when you're like trying to do something new. And in the best case scenario all the decks would be in a row so that you can just focus on trying something new and 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 that's you feel like a loser anyway when you first start in real estate because you you say stupid things and you and you everyone says no to you and you feel this big just as a person anyway and you're trying to pump your mind up every day and then you're broke because chuck and i were so so broke so broke, I felt like a complete loser that we would have to go over to his parents' house to get some food. You know, yeah. I was 30 years old, he was a lot older. You know, that's embarrassing, yeah. but you know, I
1: would not trade that for the world. Right. Because I that's literally, that's my same story. It's like, you know, as hard as that was, it was such a good learning lesson. And it really did, like I said, it lit a fire under me. To just push forward and to do it and my husband too i mean he's grown his business desert Blue pool care an insane amount in a short amount of time mm-hmm. um and same for real estate which has been great um, but at the time too, to kind of get into uh, some of the social media stuff maybe a little bit early here but that was really my driving force it was like i have little kids at home how am i supposed to Go door knock every weekend and open house all weekend and my husband's working all the time and we don't have the resources to pay for babysitters and things like that so um i just kind of dug in and was like what is going to be my thing
0: Yeah, you know what this is where this is what i was saying in the introduction that you have built an amazing business in a short amount of time with Mm -hmm. no marketing dollars And at the same time, blessing, you're this expert at social media. Absolutely beautiful work. So some people think, oh, she's just, you know, she just probably, well, I don't know what people think. They think probably you're natural. But talk a little bit about that, because I think that's really exciting. Um,
1: Hopefully they think all good things. But (laughs) Um, honestly, the social media stuff kind of came uh, randomly. It was just something that I was doing. For fun, almost Um, right around the time that I started in real estate, Instagram was still really new. Nobody was really using Instagram in the real estate world, Um, at least not that I knew of. And I just started doing these home tours on my phone. And at first it started on Facebook. I was doing these Facebook live videos. I would go live every single week. That was just something that I decided I could go and do. Um, And I kind of planned that around my kids' preschool time. So I would do that. And I started seeing the, the payoff from it. I would get these messages and comments from people and people really seemed to like them. And if I skipped a week, I would have messages from people that were like, Hey, where were you? You know, where was our video? We wanted to see this, the model homes, even people that weren't necessarily in the market just like to watch them. So it was really helping my engagement either way. Um, and so that was pretty cool to see. And so I was like, you know, I bet I could do even more with social media. And that was what kind of pushed me to do even more more marketing more photos i took more time to build content um, and then that just really became my my thing my lead generator my prospecting method uh, and at the time like i said we were we were broke we had no money for all these fancy marketing things and you know when you first started real estate there's about 100 different ways to prospect that get thrown at you and you're like okay now what do i do i just got to take it all and run right (laughs) and so it it really came down to i had someone tell me once back then but it was like i was like i don't have a thing like i don't i don't door knock i don't do mailers i don't farm like i i don't i don't have a thing (laughs) uh yes you do you have a thing social media is your thing so stick with social media and i don't know why that didn't like come to my mind before this person hit me over the head with it and um i just was like, all right, I guess I'm going to run with it. And if that's my thing, I know that being persistent and consistent are going to be the things that help me win overall. So I just dedicated my time and myself to that and um, pushed through and did it and moved on to Instagram, which has actually been my my favorite platform by far.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do such an excellent job. And I know we dialogue about it a lot, but I just, you know, you show up, like you're saying, consistently, persistently. Everything like is very intentional that you do, and it's, it's awesome. Like You don't have 30,000 followers by any means, like, but you have this solid group of people that are there, and they want to see what you're doing, and they engage with you, and um, I love watching it. I think it's awesome.
1: Thank you. Uh, I, I it is really know. true. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. Um, right. you, know, it, you can build a strong tribe, and that's really all that, that you need.
2: Yes. I'm really
0: excited to see the women that are being attracted to your business model. Like the team that you are creating and the people that you are attracting, it's a force. Um, it's like you put all of these people together who hunger to utilize that talent that God's given you, and you put it all together, you guys are going to be unstoppable. That is really right.
1: I can't even, I'm so excited. The team is, um, you know, just really getting started in my eyes and they so far have done amazing. I feel like it's definitely a niche market. Um, and, but like you said, there's so many people that are craving the social media side, um, of marketing. And back when I started in real estate, I started on a team. I learned some great sales methods and some great tactics, But at the end of the day, I felt like I'm failing because I would go to my masterminds or different groups like that. And that was when I was like, I don't have a thing because I don't my What I do doesn't look like what everybody else is doing. And I kind of did that comparison. Mm -hmm. Then I already had a lot going on in my brain at the time, in my mind. And I was just like, oh, man, I'm I'm not doing what I should be doing. But at the end of the day, I just didn't know that I was doing what I was meant to be doing. And so... I've heard that from so many people. You guys have given me um, the opportunity to go ahead and teach social media classes over at the forum, and that's been a blast. But the number one thing that I would hear afterwards was that they needed more. They needed more accountability. They needed more handholding. Um, they wanted to be able to talk to me more, and um, so that's really where the team blossomed and came from. And it's been. Kind of reflecting what happened in my social me- or with my real estate business, it just kind of blossomed on its own. It, it really just um, it was needed. It needed to happen. Uh, so there's people out there who want to go that route, and I'm so excited to be able to help
2: them. Yeah, and I love it because it's all across the board too. I feel like everyone that talks about you, it's like. And real estate agents in general, I feel like I talk to hundreds of them. And I feel like the number one thing that they struggle with is social media. And let's take Facebook out of it. Instagram's like a huge struggle for people. And you do it so natu- naturally and seamlessly that like people just are like, how do I do that? And it's true. Like I go to your social media class and afterwards I'm like, I need her more often. <laughs> like I need her to be like... <laughs> a weekly coach, and I feel like your girls on your team, um, they show up similarly to you, like they are consistent, they are, they're consistent and persistent like you, and they're doing such a fabulous job, so you're doing so good at um, leading them. So
0: one of the the things that I'm noticing um, that just comes to my mind that I think that our audience needs to hear, is sometimes we're like so close to our own self, we don't see
2: Mm -hmm.
0: how we've been uniquely blessed, And um, that's another reason why I like to bring a variety of people onto the show, because there are people sitting at home going, I don't have a thing. I don't have a thing. Everybody has a thing. That's what's so amazing about real estate. You have a thing, you just have to learn how to identify it, and then you need to put it to work um, for you, right? Right. No problem Yeah. For me, it was open houses. I loved open houses. I loved door knocking. That was so much fun for me. And that was my thing, but, and it happened to be in the box, but these days there is no box. There's no box. You can find out how do you best relate to people and then you go do that. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Exactly.
1: And it's been so amazing and you're right. You know, We kind of get in our own way, we get in our own heads and I've done that and I still do it sometimes when we're starting something new and it's like, okay, I gotta get over this hurdle and do this and do that. But now over that course of time, I remember, um, for example, back when I I said my son and my daughter were in preschool, it took a lot for me to put my kids into preschool. We did not have the extra money. Um, It was really stressful but I remember I would have these conversations with myself in my mind. And I was like, you know what, if you put your kids in preschool, you're going to find a way to make it happen. You're going to find a way to pay that bill. Your business is going to double because you did it because now you have to push even harder and you're going to do it. And so it was like, I I imagined myself in my mind, just taking this leap, like leap. all right, here I am. We're just going to make it work. We're going to figure it out. And so that was something that I just continued to do. And I kept monologuing in my own mind like this is this is it I have to do it um yeah, and that's a, that's a strong point
0: you have to talk to yourself all the time because you know mm-hmm. people say Angela how are you so confident well I am but I'm a person too like uh, you never get rid of insecurities you never get rid of them there's still that little voice that says you know you're going to try this and you're going to suck at it You know, it's not going to work. Or when you talk to that person, they're not going to receive you. You know, and that little, that chatter means that I've got to talk back and say, nope, you know what? I've had this example and this example and this example of triumphs, and I will have another one, right? Mm -hmm. So that constant monologue has to happen. I, I can't stop saying that to people. You cannot let the little stupid voices in your head go without you talking back to them.
2: We just talked about, was it like last week we both, I was telling you, like, I mean, it's something that I feel like everyone's going to always go through.
0: Especially during this kind of a time of such uncertainty, where uncertainty is everywhere we look. It's Mm -hmm. in the grocery aisles. It's with our kids. It's with our jobs. It's with other people. And so in those times,
1: we need to really pay attention to the way that we're thinking. Mm -hmm. Right? And Mindset was huge. And I think that was probably... You know, the monetary aspect and everything else that happened to me my first year in real estate was amazing, but I needed that mindset shift because mm-hmm. I was struggling so hard over that last year. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, I really was. I was just struggling. I was I was angry. Um, I wanted more for my life and really just to overcome that hurdle in my mind was huge. So talk um, to the say, Hey, this is what I did. Like not just
0: self-talk. Can, can you think of some examples of what you did to push yourself through that?
1: You know, it was a lot of little things, but I remember I had to have a really strict routine and I, I, I kept telling myself there's so many things that I can't change, right? I can't control in my life that happened to me or happen in our lives. Um, but there are things that I can control. And for me, I was like, I can control how successful I will be. Mm-hmm. And I can control going to the gym. At that time, I was like, those are the two things I need right now. I need to go, you know, release some energy. It wasn't even about losing weight. It was just like, I need to go and, and do something physical. And then um, going to my job and just crushing it. I was like, I can do this. I can do this every day. I can control exactly what I do to put myself on the right path to succeed. And so that was just what I did. And I was like, I'm going to listen to the positive podcast. I'm going to listen to all the mindset books and um, have the abundance mindset. I put sticky notes all over my mirrors. And it was like, I am, you know, worthy of, of being wildly successful, things like that. I would put that on my mirror. Uh, and I would say it while I would get ready, um, along with, like I said, when I would take my kids to preschool and I would bump them up just one more day. And I was like, I know that if I get one more day in during the week, I'm going to make that, you know, six hours, the most packed, full, awesome six hours that day, I'm going to take complete advantage of those six hours. And that was something that I did. It was like my kids would go to school and I was still the person that would go and pick them up. Mm-hmm. But during that time that my kids were gone, I was like, this is it. This is my time to shine. I need to like I need to go and just crush it during the six hours. And I still continue to do that. I've told my team girls, um, unless I have appointments, for the most part you will not see me in the office after three o'clock, after three o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday because I'm picking up my kids from school. Mm-hmm. The rest of my work I can do from home. So if you need me, call me. <laughs> you I know, that. that's just something I've stuck to for my entire business and and I refuse to to let it go really unless I have to show houses, which I'll go do. <laughs> I,
2: I feel like um, when we were doing Moms in Real Estate two years ago, I heard this consistently um, from different moms that were like, you know, I am I work from nine to two thirty or three and I I'm making six figures or I'm doing whatever they're doing. That was awesome and I was like, I would have never thought that that was possible, but I see it over and over and over. And you're somebody that's so funny because you've told me before, like, I don't like to work after three. And I'm like, oh, that's like, you just don't. And that's awesome. You make it work with what, you know, the hours that you want to work.
1: Right. And I say, I say, I don't like to work after three I can work from my car. Most of our job after that point is like in the afternoon. It's usually appointment based. Mm -hmm. But I will spend my my day in the mornings as soon as my kids get off to school. And and as soon as you know, in in that time frame, that six or eight hours, it's like this is grind time. This is the time prospecting. I'm building content. Um, You know, I've cut back. I'll I'll say Nope, guys, I can't go to lunch. You know, we need to do a quick lunch today because I only have six or eight hours. I've got to pack as much as I can into this. But that's because I want to go pick up my kids afterwards. If I have no appointments, I'm picking up my kids from school and taking them to dance or whatever it is. Um and that's just been something that I've wanted to continue. And you're right. I I truly believe anybody can make in in real estate, any mom can go ahead and make six figures and still be there at carpool. Yeah. You
0: know know what I learned in quarantine? This is from Angela, what did Angela learn in quarantine? <laughs> there were so many things that I was doing before that was just checking off the box. Like I'm gonna give you an example. Hey, um, when you work, this is what it means to work. You have to mm-hmm. you have to show up at some a certain time, and you can't leave until this time. And in the in the whole middle of it, you need to, you know, all of these rules that I didn't even know I had in my head. Oh my gosh, same. I was like my husband and I talk about it all the time now. Like what made us think that we needed to sit in that box that whatever those rules that we made up in our head, I have through the exp virtual stuff. And I have gotten more done in the last seven weeks than I probably did in the last seven months. And it's a mind shift of stop checking off the box, doing the things that aren't important and go and be focused. Like you are focused. It's time to try to get done and get it done.
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So exciting. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's exactly it. It's just dedicating yourself and putting aside the excuses and taking that leap of faith. It really is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So okay, so tell us how are how are people reaching out to you for new business through Instagram? Like, how does that go? How does that work for you?
1: Um, you know, they say that it all goes down in the DMS. And that's something I tell my girls all the time. (laughs) Like it is so true. If people are validating, you know, Mm -hmm. their people that they're dating or whatever on social media, they're constantly I don't know about you guys, but I go to Facebook or Instagram to look up other businesses. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just kind of where we all go to validate someone. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of cool that I've been able to take my brand of who I am and throw that out there on social media. And then, you know, I, I still do prospecting in a sense. Um, It might look a little bit different, or you may not even know that it's me prospecting, but I do. And so a lot of times people will just send me a message. They're like, Hey, you know what? I saw that you posted this, or, you know, I post things that I know that are my pain points for a lot of my buyers or my sellers Mm -hmm. Um, being really clear on, who your ideal clients are. That's huge. That way I know exactly what kind of pain points they're facing. And then I can push that out there to them and give them the value and the knowledge that they're craving. And then in turn, they usually reach out to me for more information. So a lot of times kind of is like those social media classes. You know what I mean? I've given you a lot of tools and a lot of knowledge, but okay, well, how do I run Run with that. How do I take that and go to the next step? So, a lot of times they do, they'll reach out to me via message and just ask for help.
0: Well, I've got, I want you're looking for people. I mean, can you help more people? (laughs) People people people. always, yes. Okay. Okay, so I just realized I blew it. You guys want to see what I blew? What darn
2: it oh for the last like five yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so
0: so tell people if they want well what are the kinds of things they, I know you can help real estate agents
1: right yes I help real estate agents build their business through social media marketing um, mm-hmm. so I always say that we're the social sales agents we're using attraction based marketing uh, everything is super value driven and so if that's something that you're wanting to look into, or wanting to explore, maybe you're already kind of dabbling in it a little bit and you're not seeing a lot of success, I'd love to help you. That would be amazing. You can awesome. reach out on Instagram. Um, my normal name is down here at the bottom. I highly contemplated using my Instagram handle.
0: <laughs> not gonna lie. Oh well, do you, right can, can you post, do you see comments on your screen? Can you post comments or no?
1: I don't uh, know. If you're on your end. I think so let me see. Oh, no, I cannot. All right. Well, but, that's a good
2: I'm Put it, it up.
1: Yes, put it up. Um, super easy. Go find me on Instagram, Facebook, message me. Uh, and so, yeah, it's just been amazing. I would love to help any other agents. Great.
0: So, and our audience out there, we are always looking for amazing moms in real estate like Stephanie. So, if you want to be on our show, reach out to me and our Kristen and let us know you want to be on um, because we want to start just bringing this kind of message forever to all of you wonderful women out there. Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the show. I know that you've inspired. The the comments are amazing and and, and that will keep going throughout the week. Reach out to Stephanie if you guys want to work with her. Kristen, thank you so much for today and thank you all for watching. God bless you guys and have a wonderful week.
1: Thank you. Bye. (laughs)